Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is up, Twister World fam? We are back. I'm with my boys, as always, Cody and Andy. What up, guys? Yo. Ciao, boy. Yay, yay. Hey, um, we appreciate all the love, everything going on out there, um, getting messages. And uh, I, I got a few direct from some individuals that saw our um, advertising on Facebook. <laughs> you got more? But it was like direct to me. And I'm like, hey, uh, Twisted World posted this. Aaron didn't. But apparently, well, they must they have somehow, dug in. Yeah, they figured it out. You got and some they hate were mail? Just like, hey, you know, is this stuff real? And I was like, yeah, I mean, most of it. Sure. Like, <laughs> that's the whole point of this, right? We're trying to figure that out. Um, and uh, with that, I mean, we got a pretty heavy topic today, guys. Um, there's a lot going on in the world right now, specifically in Eastern Europe, right? So we're going to talk about pretty much Putin and Russia. And maybe Ukraine. Yeah, we're going to throw Ukraine in there. Um, just as the understanding that, of course, Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, is currently waging war on the ukraine so uh i think before we get into that we should probably do a little background on putin you guys good with that yeah um did you guys know he was in the kgb i did know that sounds about right yeah second in command at one point correct he was high up yeah and uh he was first off do you know what kgb stands for i i was like trying to figure it out without looking it up and it i can't pronounce it i don't know no uh i just know they wait for no one can you can you try to commit at Gos Udravinami Bestopostini? That's what KGB stands for, people. Yeah. Uh, basically, the KGB is a mix of an easiest way to put it, kind of like the CIA and NSA. How does it translate? Do we know what that translates to? No. Do you want to look that up? I, I can. Yeah. Because I, I, I mean, I would call it the KGB too, but we also use the acronyms, right? We CIA, FBI. Right. Um, but ours is Central DHS, Intelligence. Yeah. yeah. Central Intelligence Agency, National Security Agency. Well, that's because that's how we pronounce it, right? But Comitet goes to it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But yeah, I'd be curious to know what it translates to. But basically, for all of our listeners out there, it is their version of deep intelligence. It's Committee for States. Committee for State Security. Yeah. Nice. Cool. So that's what KGB stands for. Fantastic. So he was part of the KGB in 1975, right out of college. He was a college student and got recruited. 1980, somewhere around there, he attended an elite 
Foreign Intelligence Institute to better his skills and intelligence. And this is important because we're going to talk about some stuff later that could lead into the fact that he became such a prominent person in the intelligence world. I mean, everything from tech and he really dove deep into like hacking phones. And um, he later, after attending this intelligence institute, got stationed in East Germany. Now, keep in mind, this is post-World War II Germany split. The wall hadn't come down yet. And Germany, per the Treaty of Versailles, was, you know, they were really stripped of their military force, right? They, they weren't allowed to have a whole lot. So, uh, of course, because of what they did in World War II. And so he partnered with a group of East Germans called the Stasi, which was basically the German secret police. And um, he went on to train Westerners, which I'm guessing is Western Germany when it, in all the articles I read, it just kept saying Westerners, but he was in East Germany. So he's training up Westerners to have them infiltrate and steal tech and secrets. Because at this point, Western Germany was allied with, was becoming allies with us and so on and so forth, right? So we were setting up bases, you know, um, we currently now have multiple bases in Germany still. Um, and so later, General Horst Bohm, head of the Stasi, complained to Russian General Vladimir Shurikov, stating that Putin was recruiting East German reservists who had gone into civilian life. So he's like rising up this army, right? And funny thing is, not too long after, Bohm committed suicide. Okay. So the head of the Stasi guy, eh, decides to commit suicide. I'm going to go on a limb and probably say that this general of the Russian army probably put a little pressure on this guy. But who knows? Nobody really knows, right? Um, Horst Yemlich said in a brief telephone interview that the KGB was interested in procuring Western technology. Okay, so clearly they're going after Western technology. Um, little fun fact about General Shurikov. Today, he is the general director over the government underneath Putin. So, well, I mean, is there really a government underneath Putin? Let's be real. If you watch the, the I just his I, national I, I, security I, I message that he puts like homies though. I, oh, I, just feel I don't like, know, dude. Have you seen? Okay, this guy goes and rats on Putin. He's like, "Hey, Putin did this and this." And the guy's like, "Let's oh, let's be real. Russia is not the Soviet die. Union anymore, right? The Russia is not the Soviet Union. They're going to end up like Epstein. He wants it to be that. He wants it to be this big, scary looking power, but he's he's really not. I think his biggest threat is the, you know the threat of nuclear weapons or or you know that kind of military action. They do have a fair amount, and they do have a large army as far as manpower. I mean, they do. Well, not anymore. Apparently, 7,000 have died in Ukraine. So that's more than we've lost. Is that current? That is is current numbers. Estimated by by, uh, our intelligence (laughs) in the United States is they've lost 7,000. Send in the cannon fodder. Keep keep in mind, that's more than we lost in 20 years in Afghanistan. And it's now eclipsed the number that we lost in Iwo Jima, which is one of the biggest ones we've had. So... I mean, there is speculation. There is speculation that he did like grab a, just a bunch of boys and young men, like no, no, no. Cody's age, and send them. No, so what? Uh, there's speculation, but what we know is that he had sent his entire army in, and mm-hmm. now is getting to the point where they're stretched thin that they're reaching out to like Syria and other places to hire 
basically mercenaries or, or you know other troops from other proxy states that they have to fight this war. Well, and, I'm, I'm sure it's the Middle East countries that would probably back them up. I mean, just saying. Um, it's important to know that Putin is a college-educated man and has the equivalent of what we know as a PhD. So um, Putin is not dumb. Okay, secret intelligence, PhD. Though he doesn't look the smartest when he's on TV riding his horseback with no shirt on, but hey, that's what narcissists do, right? Um, he did serve under Stalin, and even though Putin never put him down, never said anything negative, he always took this stance that he believed Mother Russia should have its voice, and Stalin did not believe. So he he has gone on record to say that. So that would denote democracy, right? Um, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but in many, many, many interviews over his 10-year span of president, because he became president in 2012. Yeah. So wow, it span. feels longer. It does, well, he was, uh, he was the prime minister for a long time, too. Okay, because so, I was like, I mean, that's a long time ago, but not really. Right. That's but, crazy. It's like prime minister, president. I mean, and if I if I understand know. correctly, they're like forever presidents, correct? Unless they get a coup or something like that, they're there. They don't have to be reelected. Essentially, I know there's a lot of yeah. corruption and collusion around the idea he, that he packed boxes to he, win. Well, he was ha- he was almost handed <clears throat> the position. I was looking at it like the guy that was president. His whole crew loved Putin, so they were like, "We're going to make sure you're president." However, that happened. Hey, yeah, there's a there's a conspiracy there that he I'm rigged sure that Russia's election. Not the only one that rigs elections. I'm just saying. Anyway, so <laughs> now let's Biden fast forward to today and what's going on. So Russia has attacked Ukraine, but the question is why? For Russia, it's a why not. They've done this before. They, yeah. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it's political. And the, okay, let's look. For, at, so you believe 100% it's political? Yep. Okay. Last. Okay. Uh, counting the current term they're in, go back three terms. When has he attacked other pr- lands? Com- countries for sure i mean he took crimea in 2014 mm-hmm. i get it and he took syria in 2008 so or 2011 when the fall of the soviet union happened <clears throat> um you know so the soviet the ussr soviet union fell okay the west so everything from us to europe and everybody came swooping over and like went into all these surrounding countries and said hey come be a part of nato doesn't seem like a bad idea right like hey come not everything's us. part of nato correct the baltic states i don't believe they are the ones that line but Russia. I think they're, they're overseen by i don't i think, think if they were we would be at war i think because they're not a part of the eu and not a part of an eu being the european yeah. union right um and not being a part of nato like i think they want to be a part of nato now uh but they're not well and we're gonna we're gonna get a little bit into nato but uh in june of 2021 there was a geneva summit do you guys know this? No. Where Russia and the U.S. met. Biden and Putin got together. Putin says, these are my demands. One, you're going to freeze NATO membership. Freeze it. Okay? Because he sees all these countries like signing up. So he's like, saying, hey, I want freeze to it. I don't want anybody new to come. Right. That okay. was demand number one. Demand number two, NATO withdraw all troops from Eastern Europe uh, borders. It's not going to happen. Of course not. But 
NATO, was, NATO is there because of what happened in Europe last time. But these are important important demands that will reflect something later. And I'm just saying it. It's it, like he's laying a, a framework, uh, a little yeah. groundwork for like, or, oh, hey, I need you to do this so that. Or he feels like people are coming up over him and well, he okay. doesn't want to be oppressed. Right? If, he, if, if Biden conceded to these, to these requests, right, and he, and he locked down NATO and he didn't want anybody new and he wanted all these troops pulled out. Any engagement to do otherwise would be considered a, a uh, like we're, in, we're prompting him to the conflict. Right. But right this, now, he has no reason for it. And I agree with you. I'm going to say this third one, though, why they didn't agree to it, <laughs> at least make some kind of deal with him on this one. I don't know. The third one, that the U.S. specifically vow not to protect Eastern Europe's allies, specifically with nuclear weapons. He just asked that if you're going to protect them, you just don't use nuclear weapons. That was his third request. And they laughed at him. And they were like, no, absolutely not. I think they should be able to defend themselves. With nuclear weapons? He's yeah. not Listen, using them. He's basically saying, hey, if, I go, only, if I go into attack, you just don't can't use me. nuclear weapons. Don't yeah. nuke me. Yeah. Reasonable. I would no, think that no, that's no, fair. No. Yeah, that's okay. fair. You're talking no. about weapons that absolutely not <laughs> Andy's for thermonuclear war he's like yes uh, listen no 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 Nuke you are misunderstanding the point of a nuclear weapon it is not intended to be used it is intended for a deterrent yeah, it's fear we think a man I, in a high castle i get it but he's asking no, no, no. He, he walks into the geneva summit i and understand says, what he's hey, doing mr president if i were to attack say ukraine do not launch nuclear weapons on me no i don't agree okay this will jump back to something later. That's not the, like an impromptu. If some, if I, if Biden come out and said we will nuke you if you walk into Ukraine, he he wouldn't have walked into Ukraine. Uh, nuclear weapons are a deterrent. You're right? probably right. right. I mean, uh, I mean, he has some too, but he doesn't have any that. Well, he could probably reach us. I'm guessing. Right well, now, they've got this new. Uh, apparently, they've got this camouflage technology on some missiles they launched in like 2019 that supposedly we can't detect. That's, Google I'm sure see it's if thick. Russia has uh, surface-to-air rockets or they do. ballistic no, missiles they, that they can do. reach the U.S. Yeah, they do. They, they can have... reach Alaska, I know that, but can they reach the continental main body of the U.S.? They wouldn't hit us. It wouldn't happen. Well, the, the thing about, it's like you back a dog into a corner, eventually it's going to bite. Well, 100%. So right now he's got right? nothing to lose, right? We'll get into that a little bit more, I'm sure, as we start talking about the actual war, but he's got nothing to lose at this point. The question is, is at what point do we get involved to where it's a conflict because here's the deal if we get involved if we do something like a no-fly zone it's world war three so while cody's looking that up let's bring up our first main thought and that is the great reset now at first when i said that i was like okay somebody's reaching but here's the deal in june of 2020 one year before the geneva summit with russia and u.s in geneva by the world economic forum they presented their ideas of what you most people are calling the Great Reset. Now, here's the details behind it that I've heard of the Great Reset. I didn't know these details. Keep in mind, Russia absolutely refused. Okay, so that's got to be known because you got to hear what this Great Reset is basically what was discussed. So the idea was originally spawned in 2008 when the Great Recession was taking place, right? Recession around the world, U.S. was hit heavy. They bring this idea. Governments around the world 
would basically become just one stakeholder in what they're calling a multi-stakeholder model of global convergence or govern, uh, govern, uh, blah, blah, governance. Herrick Gleckman from the University of Massachusetts said the report was the most comprehensive proposal for redesigning global governance since the form, formulation of the United Nations during the World War II. Keep in mind, the UN was first formed based on democracy. Okay, we all know that, right? The UN came together and said, hey, we don't want war anymore. We're going to come together. We're all going to stand here in a level of democracy. We're going to hash it out, blah, blah, blah. When you look at the other stakeholders of the multi-stakeholder model, here are some of the companies or corporations that make up that list. Saudi Aramco, which is oil, Shell, oil, Chevron, oil, BP, oil, uh, Unilever, Food, Coca-Cola, Nestle, Facebook, Google, Amazon, Microsoft, Apple, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, and Moderna. The food, tech, oil, and uh, pharmaceuticals. So what this plan that they are trying to implement is stating that these corporations that are listed as the multi-stakeholders, okay, some of the largest companies in the world in these, as Andy put it, different divisions. Did you find out? Do they have anything that can reach us? Yeah, they do. Um, and they have, they have more news than us. Um, and nice. it, it just depends on if like in the matter of like defending against this nuclear attack depends on how many were fired at us. So oh. if it's an all out nuclear attack, barrage. we will only be able to fence against a few of them. And are but, they just more sophisticated? Our technology is more advanced than theirs. So, so they can only the hit the thing. West Coast, right? No, they can hit all of us. The they, whole... they can hit the whole shebang. And if they unleash, if they like rain down oh, hellfire, nuclear bomb shelter? Is that that okay. If 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 they rain down hellfire, we'd only be able to defend against like a minimal amount of it. We only have defenses capable of defending against like rogue countries like North Korea or like yeah. We only have like just a little bit of defense. But not Russia. No, not against Russia. Yeah, no. fantastic. Yeah. So here's this great reset. Um, also, it was titled uh, "Multi-Stakeholder Global Governance," right? So what it states is these companies would be basically heads of the world and they would decide global policies. There's no way the world's agreeing with this. Oh, uh, I'm going to mind you. By the way, 90% of this is American companies. Three out of the uh, five largest economies, us being one, are backing this idea. Are you talking about the Great Reset? Yeah. Yeah, no, dude. So many people are on board with this thing. It's stupid. It, it's stupid to believe that everybody in the world is going to agree that we're all going to be able to sit around the table and sing Kumbaya dude, and these, do these companies, Everybody in the world doesn't have to agree. Only the, the, only the leaders have to agree. But okay, so one year before he meets with Biden in Geneva, this takes place and Russia's like, absolutely not. No, no, you're, you're not going to. We are a sovereign country. We are mother Russia. We are not going to have these corporations telling us how we're going to run things. But multiple powers, including the U.S., currently stand behind this idea. It is pressing as we speak. They yeah. were supposed to meet actually uh, last month. I think it's they're, they're meeting again in the summer. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, but basically, these stakeholders, these corporations, the government will take a backseat. The governments will take a backseat. And these corporations will basically run the show worldwide. 
making policies running the globe as these multi-billion dollar, <laughs> trillion dollar trillion corporations dollars. who have, you know, I was talking to my wife last night because she's like, I don't understand. Like, is this a bad thing? I'm like, yes, listen, these people don't wave a flag. They don't have honor and respect and love for their countries. But it's about the bottom the line. The one thing you got to give Putin. It's not a constitutional thing. Every other sentence Putin says, Mother Russia. He loves his country. Okay. These people don't give a rat's tail about the US, Europe, Asia. They do not care. Okay. Uh, China's the other one. So it's China and Russia that are really not feeling this. Right. But over here in the West, we're all getting in it. Right. Um, Kumbaya. Sitting around the table. Let's do it. I don't blame China for that. I mean, they've built up like a really strong economy over there. They're doing great. Why would they sign on to something like that? Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, especially you're you're telling their leaders. Yeah. Like, like these uh, are these are no. some prideful people. You're like, telling them you're gonna tell them what to do. Why would I throw away what I've worked like an entire lifetime yeah, for? Because when you read all the fine print, it's it's exactly that. The governments are basically just gonna step down. Here you go. Um which, by the, by the way, the UN would no longer at that point be constituted as a democracy, which is what it was founded on, which is why I mentioned it earlier. Um, but see, I think the UN isn't all that different. It, it's a bunch of people from some of them from states that shouldn't even be a, like Russia should not be a part of the UN Security Council or any of that right now. It's, it's a bunch of people sitting around a table talking kumbaya about how the things are in the world are going to get better when right. bad's going to be bad and so now it's going to be good. Greedy corporations take over. I don't agree with any of it. I think and, they're all stupid. Can we throw them way, all in a, some and, area and just nuke them? Well, and by the way, I didn't know this one. In 2019, <clears throat> these corporations actually took up a place in the UN. They are officially a part of the UN in pre preparation for this model. So it's already like it's in motion. It's in motion. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Like it's terrifying. Uh, a little bit because there's nothing you can do about it. It's just going to happen. Um. Two of those oil companies, by the way, when, okay, so a year later, Russia says, hey, I want these three things. Nope, cool. Eight months later, he attacks Ukraine. Two of these oil companies have backed out of contracts with Russia. And I believe it was BP and Shell. Yes. With that being said, market analysts who are analyzing long-term effects one we all of you out there we are all experiencing ridiculous gas prices and they continue to climb is it going to stop who knows but the one thing that multiple analysts not just one but multiple stated was that these two particular that bailed out of russia and with the fear and all this stuff saying that oh it's because of russia gas prices are going up which we'll talk about in a minute that doesn't make sense no it doesn't at all when you look I mean, deeper into it slightly but no it yeah. was not it's not russia's fault well it's not russia's not fault. completely and even then without russia's oil again we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. hit that two percent yeah two percent <laughs> two percent i saw two percent i was like <laughs> so we get 98 percent from other sources what what's really going on yeah so russia these guys bail out well guess what Analysts are saying, oh, their stock prices are going to go through the roof. Okay. These are two of the big dogs on this panel of people that are going to be running the world. And they just happen to be the two that go, we're going to bail out of Russia. Russia's attacking Ukraine. Like it, these guys, these analysts are like, if you're a corporation and all you care about is your shareholders, 
Russia has contracts with you. They buy oil, right? So in turn, you should be non-biased. Multiple analysts well, have all said it. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about a not a single other one pulled out. Inhumane. Chevron did not. Nobody else has said anything. It's just these two were like immediate, like mm, we're out. Okay, McDonald's pulled out. Eight hundred seventy-one locations. Like, at the, at the end of the day, McDonald's was probably killing the Russians. I'm sure Putin's happy about that. Let's be real. <laughs> like <laughs> goodbye, Big Mac. You got to go, bro. You have an ethical dilemma there. I understand it's about stakeholders and, and, and all that, but to say that Shell pulled out because they were going to make more money, I think that's a bit of a stretch. Okay, well, I'm just trying to be the... I think it cuts them off at the knees. Uh, for lack of better terms, devil's advocate here, because if you're Putin, you love your country, two years ago, you were told, hey, you're going to be a part of this new model, and you're basically going to give up all rights, and we're going to control you. That's one. Absolutely not. Like, you're proud. He, he says it. Over and over, he loves his country as we love ours, right? We love the U.S. of A. These corporations don't love the U.S. They don't love Russia. They don't love anybody. They don't give a rat's tail about anybody but themselves. And they're going to, so Russia's like, nope, right? Year rolls by. He goes up to the Geneva Convention and he says, hey, these are my demands. And I, again, looking back on it, freeze NATO membership. Okay. It makes sense because. If they just keep bringing these people in, they're easier to fold into the new model, right? He doesn't want to be the lone soldier. He doesn't want to be standing there like the whole other world, rest of the world is conformed and they're basically going to fire on me. <laughs> I'm just saying, it looks a little crazy. Um, NATO withdrawing the troops. At the end of the day, I get it. Like we, we need to de defend these countries. But at the same time, if this other stuff really is going to be implemented, and he's just taking a stance to protect what he believed was all Mother Russia. I mean, Ukraine once was part of that entire union. So um, I know he's had numerous talks with the president of the Ukraine. Wasn't there a fun fact about the president of Ukraine, by the way? Off yeah. Topic? So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like I was saying earlier, I'm sure I'm going to butcher the story a little bit, but oh. I think he, he's a comedian or a former comedian and an actor. Uh, I, I think he did stand up and he did a bunch of movies, but one of the movies he did was called servant to the people. And I want to say it was in like 2016 where he's basically just a normal average day guy. Have you guys seen this? That has, I, I have not. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's probably in their language. So it would be, I'd have to pull it up and see it, but he's basically just like a goofy comedian type guy riding a bike to work. But he ends up creating a party called servant of the people and becomes president through the course of the movie. Well, I guess shortly after nice. that, there was a, a, a meme going around where they wanted to, you know, basically to him to be president. And then he ended up getting kind of sending out memes for the Ukraine president, bro. No. And I even did some, some research. So they're hooking your bro up. 2019. Vlad. My boy Vlad. In 2019, uh, there was a poll that if he had run, um, if they wanted to see a poll and it was like an overwhelming number of people said that they would vote for him if he did. I think he announced at the end of 2019 that he would run, and he won by a landslide of 78. percent I mean, We put an actor vote. into the presidency, so a couple times. Oh, I mean, Trump was an actor too. Yeah, I, I mean, guess he's more of a real too. estate mo mogul, but he's yeah. a real estate mogul slash TV. But Reagan was an actual actor. I've seen his movie. He was, yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, you know, he had a strong shot at that. But <laughs> you know, he was a great president too, right? So, yeah. So just interesting that he. Not only that, but in 2019, he announced he was going to run for president, created his own party called Servant of the People, and then won that election at 78% of the vote. So people landslide. like entertainers. 
landslide. But outside of that, he's he's not a comedian I was anymore. You should run for president, bro. I don't want to be president. Shit. Yeah. The problem is, you just press the nuke button. We've yeah, already discovered that. Like, no. No, you're, you're misunderstanding me. Nuke them. Having a nuke doesn't mean that I have to use it. Although like, we are the only country to drop a submarines. bomb like that, right? So that strength, so far, that right? strength is what allowed us to lead the world. Not that we, I want to kill people, but the idea is, is that if we have nukes and I'm willing and able to protect the countries that are underneath us or are allies with us with that nuke, for instance, we talk about like, okay, 2016, the one thing about, I'm going to go back. The thing mm. about Putin is right now you're kind of setting it up that this is all as a result of this, this council. And I just want to make it clear. I'm not saying Putin is a good guy. No, no, no. I'm not but saying that. I do believe that Putin loves his country. He does. And, and I have some. And some, he will do whatever in his perception is to protect his country. Okay. So I'm going to go around and we're going on like three or four different topics. Yeah. Putin did Cody, look up to Stalin. Cody loves Putin. So. I know he has, he's a Russian, so I'm sure he has his own opinions on Stalin, but he did look up to Stalin because of what Stalin did for Mother Russia. And even though just, we all look at Stalin as like this terrible guy, they did a poll in 2019. Yeah. And overwhelmingly, people approved of Stalin. Like 70 to 80% of, of Russians approved of Stalin because of what he did for national Russia. Mother Russia. Yeah. Right. And so Putin aspires to that. Right. Now, he may not like that guy, but he aspires to that level no, of Mother Russia. I he loves Stalin. He just, when in certain interviews, he just leans more on the belief that the country should have a voice, which is democracy. That's, I don't know if he wants them to have democracy. Uh, that's, it, he, doesn't, he doesn't point towards communism. He, like, as far as his overall, how he wants things like i think it's a perception thing i uh, maybe Possible. i don't think he allows people to have a voice have you seen the, the national security narcissist the so national security that. messages they're having right now i mean no. the, the his his security councils mind you are none of them are military right? right they're standing there like shaking reading these forms because he has forced all of them to say things one guy slips up and says that ukraine is sovereign right and in the process of calling it yeah, he literally gets, the wrong thing on a podcast and the nsa comes in and takes you out what's well, the let's difference? do it i would love that kind We're of attention. Still a democracy right i would still love that kind of attention <laughs> Well, again, that's a, that's a conspiracy. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. I see, I, see, I, see, I see what you're saying. Well, no, but I'm yeah. just saying like you can be a democracy and be corrupt just like, you know, the United States is. Absolutely. But yeah. you, but, but you yeah. can't claim that you want it to be a democracy if you're the one corrupting it. Sure you can. But, but he's doing that right but, now. But he's, he's arguing that that's what he truly wants. It's not what he truly wants. If in the background, he's the one backstabbing people. You, I can right. say all day that, that I'm a, a... But the U.S. claims we want to be a democracy and then we want to hand over rights to evil corporations. But again, that's all hearsay. I don't believe that the government, you, the president's going and sitting down having meetings with these Nike and saying, you good, you take over. <laughs> Nike was not on the list. Nike was on the list. Right? Nike's not on the list, no. I thought I was Nike was like, on the list. I was like, hey, but maybe Pfizer, I read that wrong. Pfizer and Moderna oh, okay. is. Oh, yeah. I read Nestle. Yeah, you know that? Somehow, yeah, somehow the cookie company's on here, but not Nike. Yeah, I mean, they make the crunch bar, so apparently they get to run the world. So I'm cool with Nestle. Let me. But Pfizer, Moderna, uh, I don't know about Facebook. Let me go back and well, it's not. It's Meta now. Okay, yeah, whatever. He's going to take over the metaverse. Yeah, Lizard Man's going to run the world. That's fantastic. Um, Let me finish my thought though. One of the things that is a big kind of leaning point on that is that where he's reacting to what happened two or three years ago. That right. I don't know that I completely go along with that line of logic because it was what 2016 that he bombed Syria and took over a good portion of Syria. It was what. It was before that that he took Crimea. Or Crimea was it 2014? 2014, he took right? Crimea. Right. Um, he, the only time he didn't do anything or any attacking was during the four years of Trump's presidency because Trump 
strengthened NATO and basically told him that he would go fly a kite. Can you look at the actual date time frames of the USSR from enacting? It, because it, all it, of it these is kind, in '89. I know it. I believe that's when NATO when did it was start, though. Uh, NATO. I think NATO was established in '89 as well. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm gonna pull it up too. Yeah. That'd be good to know. But, um, but the, the point I'm trying to make is he has a pattern of it. And what happens is he, it, what I'm seeing is what you can see is it looks like he attacks when we're at our weakest. Okay, but again, who is he attacking? Countries that once were all part of a union that bail out and become part of something that stands against him. That's yeah, all I'm they're saying. border like, states. He doesn't want to feel like he's being attacked. Yeah, I get it. It's per- and it's at, at, at this point, it's perception. Like, here you are, Mother Russia... You're the leader of this country. These countries okay. were once part of the but same union as why you. Why attack when he attacked? And they like bailed the squad. Regardless. Okay, let's, let's imagine, because it's not just about him being afraid of all these people getting Western influence. I saw influence. multiple news reports that say he did try to handle this differently multiple times. How? Uh, he met with the Ukraine president. I don't and know. told him to surrender. I'm and not saying Putin's a good guy. He asked him, just, he asked him to change his constitution. Mr. Homie Putin. No, 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 like, no, no. He hey, asked him to hey, change bro. his constitution. Can we ride horseback with no shirts on together? Is that cool? Or can we, can we Photoshop that in? What? Like all of us riding on horses next to Putin? No, stop. There's tons of pictures on the on. Uh, no, it's great. I have one, him riding a bear. I did <laughs> see that one. I thought yeah. that was pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, can we get like different animals too? Like, you know. I get like a unicorn and Andy gets uh what do Irish people ride? Mm, I don't know. Did you get those dates? Yeah. So it was formed in 1922 and disbanded okay. in 1991. So 69 years. 69 years. That's Almost close. to the date. Four days off the date. 69 years. These countries were part of this union. And then the USSR broke up and they joined majority, not all, joined NATO. Through both world so, wars, Mike. Of which NATO has always had this presence against Russia. But that's why NATO was established, because of what happened. But Russia, it, Russia is a sovereign country. Nobody owns them. You can't tell them what to do. Yet, you, you yet, absolutely can't. Yet, but, I can create a, but I can create a fence and say, don't cross my fence. You're right. But that's when, what NATO is. When you start being a bully. And How you, are we a bully? How is NATO I a bully? I don't think we are being a bully. But here's the thing. That's Again, the point of NATO. With this new model, which was two years ago. 2020 June, and they go to him and they're like, you're going to be a part of this. And he says, no, absolutely not. I'm not. You're talking about a proxy council that somehow has an association with the UN. I don't think this is this this model potentially going through. And if it does, the whole globe, but him and possibly China will be like, yeah, we're all in. So So half the globe. China China and Russia are half the globe, right? So, But you got a lot of strong military powers. But how is that any different than the Western ideology already? It's already different than the way that the the, the communism, China and Russia think. And the other thing is they can start like really stripping them of of resources, you know, because... He did that to himself. He's already done that now. His economy is completely trashed. The ruble is worth nothing. I I get it. You hate the guy, but listen. No, no, no. no. It's not about hate. It's about his actions. From a larger picture. I believe that he thought he was going to be able to walk in and get the same results that he got when he did Syria and when he did Crimea. So, and it's not happened because Ukraine is actually holding up. Let's let's talk about the gas thing real quick because we we touched on it a little bit and now I'm on it here. And again, everybody out there is experiencing this. 
I just went to Costco. Did you see how much it is now? Yeah, five twenty three yesterday is when what I filled up. The in my in my it minivan like five three weeks ago. My min, my minivan like, cut off at a hundred dollars. Didn't even fill up. Cut oh, off at a hundred dollars. That's great. So you got small cylinder engines getting yeah. cut off. Yeah. Can you imagine the guys that drive big V8s and I have, and I have a diesel truck. Oh, that's right. You do. Yeah. I have <laughs> to uh, pull my cart out more than once to fill it up. Thank you for my hybrid. Yeah. $155. I'm, I'm debating uh, on getting a Tesla soon. I'm just like, you know, it's good. I'm not going to do this anymore. It's, it. it's just going to be worth the it. The problem is Elon's in California. Cool, I like Elon. Yeah. In California, yeah. is it much cheaper? What? Like PG&E feels Plug-in. like it's know, just right? as uh, much as gas is. Your PG&E bill is we $10, have an electric, a month. We have a hybrid vehicle that plugs in at my house, but that with all of the other bills that I've got and my AC and heater and all, of, it, it, it ain't cheap. How much is your PG&E bill with that car plugged in? Uh, I can't did tell you. Did you notice you, a difference? When I, it, it, I did notice a difference when it was plugged in, but I don't know off the top of my head, but my, my bill runs. 200 bucks? My, oh, difference? Uh, just the car. It, I'm just curious well, what these cars pull. I don't know what's happened in 2020, but I can tell you my bill has increased significantly. I have probably I a $200 increase just since COVID has started. You know, Monthly, mind you. A lot of great states in the middle of this country aren't. Saying. Yeah. We get nickel and dime. But so to the crude oil issue. Okay. So Russia crude oil and petroleum product exports to the U.S. represent 8% of all imported oil and less than 2% of the U.S. supply. So. I saw this and I was like, wait, 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 wait. And this is on multiple. Why did we hold off for so long? I saw Bloomberg reported on this and they reported it as if it made, as if they were trying to justify gas prices by this now, statistic. I is know that 2% accurate? seems small, but when you think about the, 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 the millions of gallons that we're buying. So I would assume that it, let's, let's imagine that we're at a $2, $2 jump in three weeks. Let's imagine we're at a $2 average. Right country uh, you know we, we don't ever see that in california but like two dollar mm-hmm. average across the country that's what it's at if we were to cut off two percent if we were to cut off two percent yeah um i would imagine that there'd be a jump just because but not 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 two dollars not yeah. two dollars i understand that but i would imagine the jump i think you've got and it, war kind of always does that a little bit i think but you've got a mix of inflation in there crazy i think there's something and there's some serious different. padding well yeah uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, and then you've got the idea that we're not going to make our own oil. Yeah. So, and they're and they're when you see the messaging coming from say, our administration or anything like that, the message is that we need to focus on green energy. But yet our our gas in California is six seven dollars a gallon. You're like, what in the world is happening? How many barrels do we buy in a single day? Uh, is well, this, well, assuming before we cut off on average, uh, every day. The United States, uh, we pump 369 million gallons of gas a day. Okay, so that's what the, the consumer pumps. Correct. Okay, so that doesn't tell us how many barrels of, ga- of gas we buy. Or crude 396, oil. how much? 396, 369 million barrels is what's pumped okay. on average. 369 million, right? Mm-hmm. Times two, they're making an extra $738 million a day. Who oh, is? That $2 jump. What? Oh, oh, yeah. The yeah. government. Well, I mean, like, keep, let's no, no, keep no, it real. The, like, the are you getting any of that? No. $738 million a day? We're is having it? to buy, we're having to replace the, two, the 2% we, we lost from Russia somewhere else, right? So we're having to go to some other source to get that, that oil. Because <laughs> we're buying what we need. 2%? But, but it has to be replaced. And it may be more expensive than what we were paying Russia. Yeah, I, I don't. 
it, it's not adding it, it up. I'm sorry. It, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense. And the reality is, at the end of the day, is, you know, when you start looking at states like Alabama, Alabama went from, and so much larger than we did here in California, they went from an average of 169 a gallon. They are right now at 443. Yeah. So like my grandmother lives in Oklahoma and she Alabama. was, she was like texting one me. of the lowest income states in, in the nation. These guys don't have that kind of money. No, she was texting like, me. It was like 211 I don't know, months ago when, yeah. when my gas was like four something, right? Her, hers was like she lives two, in Alabama, uh, Oklahoma, right? Oh, okay. So and it was like two something. And I was like jealous, right? Cause she yeah. went to Sam's club just like I did to fill the truck. But, uh, she had texted me. It's been a few weeks. Uh, right when the whole thing kind of started and it was like already at three something. And so I imagine she's at the four something and, and their income. I mean, I'm hurt now here and our incomes in California are a lot higher than other states. A lot higher. Again, right? Alabama is one of the lowest income earning states and they jumped from an average of 169 to 443. That's ridiculous. $3 a gallon to people that do not make anywhere near what we do here in the state. Yeah. And so it just doesn't justify their reasoning like it doesn't i, I just can't see it you got to give me more you got to say hey uh you know well I, it's I a mix know. of everything right so yeah. we know that has anybody seen the clip from trump when they're doing the like the election or, or they're in the yeah. campaigning and he gets up and he talks about how you have you guys enjoyed gas at like 211 or 2 210 yeah, yeah. Fantastic. he's like well if biden gets voted in and this is mind you like 2019 before biden's president this is like during the campaigning if biden becomes president Barrels are going to go up to like $100 a barrel and you're going to be spending six, seven, eight, nine dollars $9 a gallon. And I'm like, I mean, you didn't get to be a billionaire without being smart. With the funniest kind of thing I'm I heard was saying. someone say Trump said a lot of crazy off the wall, ridiculous things. But when an administration comes in and they start hitting the ridiculous mark, it's a little eerie, right? Like it is like, I'm not saying he's a prophet, but the idea that he got up and he basically said, this is what's going to happen. And now here we are. He knows business and he knows financials, and that's what he, he told us was going to happen. He knows people. Yeah. So the idea is that there's this, this idea that the, we, have, we have an administration that is completely out of touch. Can I just touch, touch on Trump? I don't want to get into presidents and Republican and Democrats and all that, but just so we're all on the same page, Trump was not on board with that model, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. But Biden is. We yes. know that? Oh, yeah. You can... This, all this stuff's on... Hey... Listeners, check it out. The Great Reset. Go to their page. You'll see all the supporters. You'll see all the information. You can dig a little deeper. There's a, there's a ton of articles that are for it. I mean, there's this guy. I forgot to write his name down, but he's uh, some PhD guy, and he wrote this whole article, and it CNN blasted it, NBC blasted it, and it's all of this, but in a positive light of how this will be great for the world. I don't see it. You're going to let... Evil corporations tell us what to do. They have no love for the U.S. I'm just saying. They don't. They have love for the dollar. Um, now let's talk about the most crazy one right now. So Russia and China recently have come out and said that the Ukraine has bioweapons lab funded by the U.S. That's their claims. There's no proof. We don't know. I do know, looking back, that there was a point where Ukraine had bioweapons labs and they were told to uh, dissolve them. Yeah. Can you look up that date, by the way? I, we were talking about it yesterday, but I couldn't find the actual date. I don't. 
Yeah. So the claim it was is like that early two thousand, I think, right? They are biological labs, and I was listening. I was watching an, an interview or an article on yeah, something like just, this, but they they like do CDC exist. type stuff. No, they do. They exist, and they they deal with pathogens and things like anthrax and those types of things to try to get rid of them. The main reason that they were established and the U.S. did come in and take over them was to resolve and was it resolve or do they were supposed to, to to accomplish something in the in the offset of what happened with the USS or the SSR. Yeah, uh, Soviet Union. So, first and foremost, Biological Weapons Convention was formed in 1972 and basically banning the development, production, acquisition, transfer, stockpiling, and use of biological weapons. Um, the most toxic gas that exists right now in the world is something called purified botulinum, and I- it is three million more times the power of sarin and if any of y'all out there have ever watched the rock that was the gas that those military guys stole and took over alcatraz and we're going to launch it on san francisco the whole works blah 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 and sarin is pretty deadly um one gram of this toxin just one gram so if you've got a food scale at home put something on it till you get one gram one gram of this toxin can kill 10 million people now there's no absolute proof that the ukraine has an active biological weapons lab definitely no proof that one is funded by the u.s but for discussion purposes let's just look at putin what did putin do for a majority of his life when he got out of college before he became president or prime minister I don't know. He was training Germany or Germans. What? Who is he a part of? KGB. KGB. Okay. So we believe that our CIA knows just about anything and everything. I would not we put it so. past the KGB and the intelligence of this individual who was an intelligence officer. What if hypothetically he caught wind because he said he was going to attack Ukraine last year. Eight months old's body doesn't attack. Maybe he caught some intelligence that this lab exists. And he's like, okay, these guys got bioweapons. They launched two of these things with a few kilograms and they could take out the entire population of Russia. It's propaganda. Now, I believe the labs exist. Possibly. The history that that's the from what I've read. So what we do is to. Yeah. Is there a probability that even one percent that he's accurate? No. 100%? Yeah. What is more likely? Here's the thing. What is more likely is the fact that we know he's not truthful on a a national scale. He's saying that he didn't... Yeah, I'm not attacking Russia or Ukraine. And you're like full-scale bombing. We got video. He's that guy, right? The guy that lies on national TV. He didn't want to be prevented, so he says, I'm doing military... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he say? Uh, Exercises. Military exercises. Walked up to the border, and then now I'm attacking. Like he's No, he didn't say... Well, he did. He did announce he was attacking like two in the morning. But... Strategy. I so so we play strategy games historically. A lot, right? What we know, y'all be ganging up on people when we play gang. I'm just saying, like, hey, check us out, and then boom, Andy annihilates everybody. I mean, it, same concept, right? He just, I'm just gonna do some exercises. It's propaganda. Order, boom. It's propaganda, and the reason why I think it's propaganda, and I'll, I can lay the foundation for it. So I believe that there were there are labs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soviet Union had labs in Ukraine when 
the Soviet Union resolved and Ukraine became sovereign, the American uh, Americans came in to help basically destabilize those, take them down, right. whatever. I think the intention for him bringing him up here is I think his intention is to use biological weapons. And if we can create a narrative where it's... You think n- he's going to use them? 100%. I oh, think wow. he's getting put into a corner. And when he gets put into a corner, he's bombing theaters. He's bombing civilians. Yeah. Because if you can scare people enough... Okay. There's, you, you, how many movies have you watched that are Vikings or whatever, right? When a war is starting to feel like it's being lost, they'll turn and start attacking the women and children. For because sure. they're barbarians. And the idea is that if I can scare you or I can you know, take something from you, so you're I've calling won. Putin a barbarian. 100%. Even though he's highly intelligent. I don't care how intelligent you are. You can be an intelligent barbarian. doesn't mean anything. It just means that you have a rage. And your idea is I'm, they're not going in sophisticated. Because if they were, Zelensky would be dead. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Right? They're not, they're not the U.S. They're not going in on this, like, you know... It, they're, they're, we talk about the KGB, but they're not like secretly like sneaking into the country and accomplishing some big task. If that were true, they'd just gone in, killed Zelensky, got out, and they would have won the war before it started. Right? They're going in and they're just bombing. So this was actually attacking. this request by the World um, Health Organization to Ukraine was just March of 2020 when they were advised to destroy high-threat pathogens housed in the country's public health laboratories and potential bioweapons labs. Yes. Like, this wasn't that long ago. Nope. But it was an, it, the idea was to come in and resolve those, probably because of rising tensions that have happened over the last few years. Well, the WHO said that these pathogens are very deadly pathogens. Yep. And, and, and at this point now... And that's the, how bioweapons are made. Because the country's being pathogens. taken over, they should get them out. Well, they probably shouldn't have them at all. Well, they've got a 2020, they're trying to resolve it. Okay, but the who's saying that these pathogens could absolutely just destroy but you don't people believe, and. Yeah, but you don't believe. Not that they, and, and it says they're not talking bioweapons labs. So Ukraine clearly had something at one point. Is, it, is there a potential that it, they still have it? I don't the, believe it was Ukraine's. Have what exactly? Again? You don't Sorry. believe it was Ukraine's? No, I believe it was the Soviet Union's. I think these are resolved from that. Now we are currently working on, I think, regardless of what you want to think, I think this is all propaganda so that they can use biological weapons and blame it on America. And then we join the new model. Because if, but but here's the deal. If they say it's us and we react because they've now used biological weapons, we have preempted, preempted war, not them. Right. And I agree with you. So Russia's at a point where Putin, even being an intelligent man, is still being back into a corner, right? right. I mean, you got the model he turned down and he, his request got turned down. So here he is. He probably feels like he's standing alone on this globe, right? I mean, essentially. Well, okay. Russia doesn't like to look weak. Putin doesn't like to look weak. So no, if, he backs off, if he backs off now with the idea that he'd Cody, lost 7,000 so- soldiers. Have you been working on your Russian accent? No. My wife's like, really good at that. Maybe no, not, Julia's uh, very good at a Russian accent. Maybe we can uh, soundbite her and throw yeah, it she, in. She does, she yeah. does a very good one. Uh, I'm, like I'm terrible at accents. Yeah. Uh, but I'm she, 
She does I, of all her accents. I think Russian's her best. Uh, I'm over here. I can't even think of one in my you head. Should totally soundbite her and throw it in. That would yeah. be cool. Well, well, we'll see. Something cool. Um, this is my thing. You know, I don't want to share it with her. Oh, wow. She's gonna. <laughs> she's also like <laughs> an episode Julia, behind. Mean that she's an episode behind, so she actually won't hear this until later. So. <laughs> <laughs> the week later. Yeah. The weeks later. By then, like, the opportunity will be I long gone. I don't remember saying that. Yeah. So, all of my conclusion stuff we pretty much touched on. I mean, the reality is that he was presented with an idea that corporations should have the power over governments across the globe. He turned it down. Um, he is narcissistic. We know that much. And he is a president of a country that. Did you do your believes- research on like a Russian website? What? Why? Because you're like. You're well, all up in Putin's corner. No, I think I'm your trying, boy Putin. I'm trying to play right now here because the reality is, is Ad, well, I don't need two, you to be an advocate. There's two sides to every story, right? I mean, is it's, there? it's like yes. your kids come. Oh, uh, yes. Actions speak louder than words. You get one kid, hey, she did, 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 did and you're like, I Bro, know there's more to this story. Okay, but if I start, like, mar- if we start marching into Mexico, it's not Mexico's fault. Okay, but right now our our country is in turmoil itself. What are you talking about? But that's what he's doing. Border country. He's like. Uh, he just starts attacking. He can't blame it on other people. Well, for 69 years, they belonged to Russia, so. I'm just saying. You know, well, it's just, it belong maybe, maybe, is different than own maybe 90% or of the, original. It's like, it's like you loan somebody a hoodie, and then two years you go back, and you're like, can I get that hoodie? You're like, hey, I'm sovereign now. You can't get it. Does the, okay, like, so then does that justify. I break in your door and go get it. Does that justify Mexico coming into Texas? Uh, or California? What do you mean? Historically. Before the United States existed, uh, we, that's were owned by them. Yeah, but we own that fair and square. That oh. was a whole other okay. issue. Ukraine people believe that they originated these, from the same city as Russia, but listen, that they are their own people Ukraine, and their own sovereign nation. Everything Ukraine had was Russian. And then they bail out and they go join this other gang called NATO. And yep. Putin's like, bro, you can't, you just don't get jumped out like that. Yeah, but. Putin's coming from a place that it is Russia. Ukraine is not a thing. Wouldn't it be kind of like if Texas declared its independence and then the federal government came back and did again? That'd be kind of what's happening right now. Well, yeah, I mean, Texas was its own country at some point. That's what I mean is that is that <clears> if if Texas declared its independence and then but here's the difference from the nation. Texas did exist. <laughs> Ukraine has not always been a part of Russia. Not always. But and in, they believe themselves to have been the the origin of Russian and Ukraine is from the same city. Do you know which that is you, in Ukraine? Ukraine was technically a third world country when they joined the USSR. Russia supported them. So okay, they created them, gave them what they, and then they bail out and they go join NATO, which after, Russia has always stood against. After the the the, the breakdown of the SSR, I understand right? that. I get it. But again, it's like this poor, helpless little country. We're starving. Russia's like cool. We will feed you. We will give you. We will give. We will this. We will teach don't you. Be, da, 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 don't and treat Ukraine or Russia like there's some humani- humanitarian, not. like whatever. They, they got they, issues. We all they got wanted issues. land and they wanted power. I just like the fact that Putin, the moment that broke down, Ukraine's like deuces. I'm going to go over here because these guys are nicer. At the end of the day, I don't agree with this great reset and this model. And Putin said, I'm not for it. And our president said, yeah, that sounds great. Let's rock. I want to see where you see that. I agree. Let's I think Biden probably said it. You keep saying that, but where's the proof that Biden has been like, I'm full support. That dude is all about control. He ain't giving us that. He ain't giving us that for some great reset. 
Listen, Biden doesn't even know what color shoes he's wearing. True, right he's now. a let's, house plant. Let's keep but it real. Nonetheless, his agenda has been very progressive. Kamala's looking at he her He ain't hair. trying to give that up. Let's see. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Uh, he wants to see behind. that Biden full supports the uh, the Great Reset. I know we're we're involved in it for sure. I don't know if specifically Biden. I know a yeah. lot of. Now I believe that there may be a lot of people in a specific party that are for it but i'd be hard pressed to find something that says our president is those republicans <laughs> with their freaking uh their uh <sighs> um i don't know but look you just get all these things why it works why you should be for it it's like right and the internet never goes lies and goes and goes um, and goes i'm gonna go back to cody's point about texas okay the, the the point there is, and I agree with you, the idea would be, though, that the United States would say Texas has never been Texas. It's never existed on its own. That's what Russia is trying to say is that Ukraine is not Ukraine. It has always been Russia. It has always been. It, it's us. Yeah. It's not its own. Um, Texas was a Texas before it was a part of the United States, just like Ukraine was. I mean, Texas was a part of Mexico. It was, but it wasn't yeah. called Texas. Right. Texas, what I'm saying is Texas, when its establishment was established before the United States was it before it was a part of the United States, it was its own country kind of by itself. It did not become Texas when it joined the United States. Uh, have you gone to the, have you gone and looked at the history of that? So they were their own country. Texas was its own entity before it joined the United States. Just like every other state. Alamo. Right. It's all about the Alamo. So they were their own. They join the United States if they were to leave. And the, if I'm comparing apples to apples with the Russian Ukraine situation, it would be the United States coming in, marching into Texas, going, Texas never existed. This has always been the United States. Well, I'm talking about if they did it today. Like yeah. If, if Texas were to leave today. Yeah. And what, yeah. But what's what I'm saying, though, is that in, in order to compare it to Russia, the United States would have to walk in and go, This has always been the United States. It's never been Texas. Yeah. I mean, that's like, but that's what he believes. So he's saying that Russia, Ukraine is Russia. It's not, we're not stealing something. This has always been ours. It's like, I watched a little clip of, of two brothers and the one guy, brother, like the younger brother's in a room and the older brother walks in and, and one of the shirts says Russia and the other one says, the younger brother says Ukraine and the Ukraine's sitting in the red room and the older brother walks in. He goes, that's a nice room. And the younger brother's like, yeah, yeah. He goes, it used to be mine. He goes, yeah. He goes, I think I want it back. And he goes, this is my room. It's it, it's since I've been born. This is my you weren't here. This is this is my room now. And he goes, no, I think I want it back. And it's just this funny idea that they're just trying to. When you watch how he talks, he literally creams one of his security advisors for for saying that Ukraine is sovereign or was ever sovereign. Biden talked about the multi-stakeholder capitalism model on his campaign. You're talking about the the new Green Deal. No kind of thing. That's what this thing is called: multi-stakeholder capitalism model, where these corporations take precedence over governments. He talked about it in his campaign and how he's for it. Right here, first thing to pop up. I'm just saying you've been searching for like the last ten minutes, and it's well, the first because thing to I pop typed up. the wrong thing in. I typed <laughs> U.S. and it because it was lowercase. It was us, I guess. But oh. so I, I replaced it with Biden, and then all of a sudden it's like boom, boom, boom. Stakeholder capitalism. Meet the presidential politics, Forbes magazine. Anyways, what were you saying? The Biden administration uh, is looking to convert lofty principles on corporate purposes into hard legislation. 
the multi-stakeholder capitalism model is the designed way that we should all be looking and changing how we form. Kumbaya. I'm just like, uh, anybody else looking this stuff See, up? This is, what, this, is, this is why this is happening. We are, and the EU is apparently behind it as well. This with, is why this is happening, though. The, the big economies. The, what's happening right yeah. now with Putin and Ukraine is happening because we look weak. We look like we're, we believe that the world and everybody around is going to sit around a table, hold hands, and just get along. I just don't think Putin wants to sit around and let this stuff go down without his presence being known. And I think he's trying Regardless, to okay, maybe you're get right. a stakehold in back in what he has, because if he got Eastern Europe I don't Europe think it's back, that deep. The EU is going to be like, I don't tripping. think it's NATO's that deep. I think what it is right now is he looks at us and he goes, they're not going to stop me. Yeah, well, I mean, he is narcissistic. We all believe that, right? But, but every Horseback, time he's attacked... Bareback. Right? Every time he's thing. attacked, he has done it because he believes he won't be stopped. And you know what? He ain't wrong. This is the third time he took a big chunk off Ukraine a couple of years back when he took Crimea, right? So he, he, he's not going to stop. And, and I'll be honest with you, China's sitting here waiting to see how this thing, whole thing unfolds because they're going to do the same thing to Taiwan. Oh, yeah. Same thing. For sure. I'm it, sure. It, it, honestly, China backing Russia this is a win-win for them. Because if Russia loses, everything they, they're, 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 sanctioned, they're sanctioned into the ground. Their economy is completely dead. They need China to buy them China stuff like from them. China has a million soldiers in its yeah, yeah. army, too. But, like, but outside of that, economy-wise, they, like, they don't have the strongest oh, economy. Dude, dude, China's army outnumbers the United States. It's incredible. I well, think so it does out, their population by like... I think it outnumbers a majority of the large countries' armies combined. Yeah, it has it does. well over a million people. It has so many more soldiers than us. It's like, crazy. And we're, yeah, we're not even close. Yeah. And England, Europe definitely isn't either. Um, look, you want to talk about propaganda? Look at this. This is on everything about this model. It says uh, that it guarantees to deliver value to customers, invest in employees, deal ethically and fairly with suppliers. Now, this is worldwide. Support the communities in which they work and generate long-term value for shareholders who provide the capital that allows companies to invest, grow, and innovate. That's their belief and stance behind this new model, allowing corporations to run us. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, right? It's uh, this, this whole like conflict that's been going on. I mean, it's been like, it's just crazy to think about like all the, you know, things that are happening, like why it's happening, what's going on. But knowing what's actually going on has been the toughest part about this whole conflict. Yeah. Because there's so much disinformation. It's insane. Like, oh, and, and, and there's propaganda from both sides. Yeah. You know, Ukraine and Russia both are like, oh, this is what's happening. There's a million people died. And you're I've, like, yeah. I've never seen it this bad before. Like, I've seen stuff where like, oh, that's that was well, it turned out to be fake. But there are just so many things that are fake and not and or real and then proposed as not fake. Yeah. So many people calling it real right. or not real. Look at our own news. You don't know it's, well what's real anymore. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not even like looking at news. Just any sort of post anywhere. Like not even like big news outlets. What I'm saying is you're like, talking about people or people, individuals. small news outlets, memes even. And, you, and and you're like, well, and you, you know, you don't obviously you don't obviously look at memes and go, oh, that's probably true. But I'm just saying, there's just so many things floating around that but you people, can't. That's the sad part. You may not, but there are probably a large majority that look at those things and find some truth in it because 
Well, memes are they don't have the capacity to. Memes are usually founded in some form of truth. Something has happened, and now we're right. going to make a meme about it. But that's what propaganda. So propaganda but, in itself is designed to convert the masses. Not everyone, but the majority, yeah. and that's what it's doing. It's I also mean, to it's weaken like, ideologies, right? So if we weaken Russia by saying there's fourteen thousand people dead on Russia's side. It look, makes them look weak. It could cause maybe a coup or the oligarchs out yeah. in Russia to overtake Putin. And then therefore, that's been resolved. Right. So have that many died? I don't know. Right now, our intelligence is saying about 7,000. That's a ton of dudes. Well, and that's the only reason I'm trying to play the other side. I'm not saying, please, listeners, I do not support Putin. Okay. The guy is still a tyrannical leader. Um, but at the end of the day, there are always two sides to every story. And I just can't sit back again looking at the fact that they tried to pressure him in 2020 into this model because he was only one of a handful i think him china and i saw one others that are like absolutely not and they they tried to press him and he's like no and he probably has some foresight to see that there's this thing coming where pretty much the entire world except for him and a you know maybe china and one other country are going to be against him I well, just the the that biggest isolates them. The biggest argument against that is this is not a one-time occurrence. This is a repeated offense. This guy has repeatedly done this. And he's he's done in it the last four country. terms. He's done it to only countries that were part of Mother Russia. That he believes are it's not like he went sovereign out sovereign Russia and attacked anybody else. Well he didn't. No, he's doing what has always happened, and he's trying to he, push his border. Because in his perception, they belong. To Russia, their stuff belongs to Russia. But I'm that not doesn't saying it's justify right. it. I get it, but that's his perception. Yes. All I'm saying is, if he was really trying to take on the world, he would just all out start launching war. He would go join with China and say, "Hey, let's take on Japan and just start obliterating Taiwan." Yeah, but and any empire state has always felt that way. I, we, we, we I get it. China took Hong Kong, right? Yeah. It because sure. we pull, or they pulled out and took it immediately. They. It's about an empire. So uh, you're, it, the, the justification, it's not, it's, it's not founded. It's his belief that it belongs to them. Right. That's it. That's why he does what he does. Now, again, like the stuff with the bioweapons, eh. Yeah. Well, you won't know, right? I think it's my, I'm just, well, my, based on my opinion is, I think he's pushed in a corner. A million people just start dropping. Well, yeah, but I think he's being pushed into a corner now to where he and his team are, because they're the ones that reported this, mind you. It was Russia that reported the biological lapse. It was not the United States. Right. It was Russia and China. Right. Russia and China reported that there were biological lapse. Why? To what intent? To make it okay what he's doing, possibly? Uh, America, we're not fighting. he's making it up, but what if he sent out intelligence agents, which he was trained to train for many years, and they found some dirt. What yeah, if? But they'd have found them a long time ago. That's what I'm saying. This didn't come out Cody, on its own. Here. Do you think that there's a, even a small probability that that's true? Keeping that, in mind in 2020, the WHO... That what's true? That, th that they exist? That they have bioweapons labs. I agree that they exist. Bioweapons labs? Uh, biological labs. No, no, no. Yes. no. We're just talking about biological weapons. No, the, the report yeah. was that there are biological labs that have the capacity to be used as weapons. That was the report from Russia. That they're, that they're working on things like anthrax and some other things to yeah. be used that could potentially be used in war. But see, America, they're trying to, they're trying to pull us, uh, they're trying to do this because I think they're going to use those weapons or use weapons of that sort 
in the battlefield and then say that it was America or Ukraine that used them. That's yeah. my that's my guess. Okay. I'm not denying the existence of lab. I mean, come on, Cody, help me out here. Is it is there a probability that that there's bioweapons in Ukraine? Yeah. Possible, but unlikely. I agree. Very yeah. unlikely. But yeah. is there even a one percent chance? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Always. Well, but no one's denying the fact that I I believe that there are to be labs. Uh, my intent if that one percent is accurate, then they are technically breaking laws. Right? True. And then Russia, the Who's Biological laws? Weapons Convention but, banned the development, production, acquisition, transfer, stockpiling, and use of biological weapons it, backed by NATO. It's a war crime. They are part of NATO. So it's attacking civilians. You can. Hey, well, we do. We do. I well, mean, we don't. We don't attack civilians. Stepping up as uh, soldiers. Yeah, no, of, a, no, no, no. of a renegade. No, no, no. Hospitals, yeah. theaters where people are being housed in humanitarian, uh, humanitarian efforts, cutting off Red Cross. Like all of those things are, are war crimes. Those are not, these are not people fighting back. They're right. attacking women and children and hospitals. There was a theater attacked with people that were trying to seek refuge. So those are all war crimes. Yeah. It's also like a total barbarian way of attacking, uh, of fighting a war. Right. Did we do any of that in Iraq and Afghanistan? Not on civilians. We didn't bomb when we launched. When president, not when specifically when targeting president Bush civilians, got on the air and he said, "Shock and all, you have X amount of time to get out." Now you're talking about um, people that may not have the means to get out. What are they supposed to do? We launched it, no, you're, full you're, ballistic okay. missiles, but you're like, over and over and over and over and over and over again. Like they it, weren't I not targeted. It. I thought it was cool. I was like, "Yeah, U.S." And then looking back on it, like, like oh, those were people. Intent yeah. to, those were people. <laughs> those were people. Yeah. Terrorists mm. that killed Americans. Well, not all of them. You're, so all of those were terrorists? No. If, if Putin, those were families that couldn't get Putin out. If Putin launched a nuke on someone, we would go to war with them. I, 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 I think assume. everybody would go to war. With everybody them. would go to war. Well, we'll see. Everybody would go if to war with a them. Nuke? If he launched oh, a nuke, yeah. right? This whole world we would be do, bad. We would, would be done. Yeah. It so the, the, what I'm trying to say, though, is we didn't target civilians. He is targeting civilians. I think he's just launching. No. He specifically said I'm targeting civilians. They're, they're targeting, is that it? They are targeting civilian towns that are that are not occupied by soldiers. They're targeting a, well, they're a taking they're taking ground. They're they're occupying ground and they're Yeah, but they're shifting. Is, they can't they can't get into any of the major cities. And the major cities are all being held by Ukrainians and yeah. I think it shocked them. Right? And they're they're, right they're the, losing on that. And right effort. out the gate, Ukraine already said we're going to arm our civilians. Therefore, he's attacking everything. He's just like, "You know what? Obliterate or get out." You you cannot target a hospital that has people in it being healed and say we're targeting. They're not, they're targeting civilians. It's diff you, you need to do your research on this. We blew up all kinds of stuff when we but launched we shock and all targeting civilians. But we, we, you we were targeting to encampments that had resistance. No, we targeted towns that had tons of civilians and buildings. Okay. That's why he said, I, I give you, I understand give? collateral yeah. damage. Like 24 hours, no, 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 yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. What, a whole family just supposed to jump out. Let's run. But he gave a warning. 3000 miles. Yeah. Okay. Go and look where Putin's given a warning when he before he bombed a hospital. He gave he does. a warning in June 2021. He said, "I'm going to attack Ukraine." They had eight months to prepare. Eight months. He said, "I'm you, going to do it." He you're said, crazy. You're crazy if you're comparing this to Afghanistan. I'm. All I'm saying is they attacked is and knocked down the towers. Angles. 
we retaliate with whatever we retaliate with the Afghan and the Iraqi wars. Listen, we we preemptively say we're going to bomb the heck out of people to get out. June sixteenth, every 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 town we bombed, every town we bombed. He said, "These are my demands." No, I'm just saying. He said, "These are my demands." They laughed. He said, "Cool, I'm going to attack Ukraine." That was. June 16th, right. 2021. I so promise you, if was. we had said that we would retaliate yeah. in the instance that he did that, he would not have done it. You're, you're probably sure. right. Yeah. But it, Biden didn't. But, but, but here's he the thing. Fair he didn't, warned that he, he was did coming. not go in attacking civilians. It's only once his numbers started to get diminished and he started to look like he was going to lose. He's what? We're, we're four weeks into it now. The civilian attacks just started like Are two we? weeks ago. What, yeah. Four weeks? I believe four. I think we're in week four right now. So he just recently in the last two weeks started attacking civilians. Again. Putin's a nutcase, hands down. I just, the whole point of why we do what we do is to look a little deeper into stuff and just say, is there probability and possibility that there's something, something that is driving him that's more than just, I'm Putin, I'm the man, I'm going to take the Ukraine. Is there a probability that there's more to it? Deeper, possibly darker? No. So you don't think that the, Press of the model or any no. of the stuff. Again, your press of the model, you're just going back like two years ago. You're not going back to the fact that he's done this four other times or three other times. This is, this is not a new thing for him. You, we can try to justify it away by saying some new thing has happened, but the result of that new thing is the same thing that happened before. He, he's doing exactly what he did. Every time he thinks he can get away with it, he attempts to do it. Right. Okay. This yeah. is why I think and we need a crazy person like Trump at the top to scare the heck out of people. Right. My finger's on the button, bro. I'll press it. Trump, <laughs> Trump was hanging out with Putin. I don't care. I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, listen, I don't care. He was. He's scared. So were they like, cool? Well, I and think he was afraid. Maybe Putin really isn't what we see him as, and Trump saw the real Putin? Is that possible? I think Trump was the bigger man in the room. And I think there was a respect earned because no one really knew what was going to go down. So, what am I looking at? All right. So, I, uh, listeners, I just showed a video to Cody and let me back it up for Andy. This was initial test, just FYI, of sarin on sheep. And keep in mind, this chemical that's supposedly circulating out there is three million times stronger than sarin. And so, this was a drop of sarin gas in a room with two sheep, and you saw what it did. Just start squeak. Done. Yeah. Donezo. And this other one is million times. Not good. What does it? What does it? So do? okay. What does it? What? What does it do? It breaks down your insides. Like you breathe Just it in, you melt from the inside out. Right. Is oh, it melt? Gross. Yeah. Basically, so it's a chemical. Like temperature and, rises to the boiling point of your no, organs. I think it eats like your, away. Like your body just starts breaking down. I mean, like coming blood apart. starts coming out of orifices, and you just your neurological system shuts down. And again, this other one being three million times stronger, one gram of it can kill. 10 million people. So they clearly know this stuff exists because they've studied it because there's all kinds of studies on it. So if it's out there, that's not good. They're putting it up above nuclear weapons. So what do you think happens? With wind and everything? What do you think happens next? I don't know. Because I, I agree. I think this can go Putin's on for years. going to go drink go his vodka orange juice and kick back and go, well, yeah, he, the problem is he won't, be, lost. he won't be able to do that. He won't be able to get it into the country. So Into Russia? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he probably has a stack of... You you think the Russian people don't like Putin? Can you look up that? I don't... Well, yeah. I think there's a resistance. And they say, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a resistance, but I saw like a 
somebody was like a like a group of people that were like against him. They're like, they're going to overthrow the government. It's only like 70,000 people. I'm like, that's not going to do it. What's the population of Russia? I, I meant to look uh, that up. It's, it's not, not very much. much. Remember we talked well, about the GDP, like right? Yeah. About the yeah. GDP of yeah, the yeah, country yeah, yeah. was only like one and a half trillion before oh, this whole thing happened. Talk about that, right? yeah. Which is the same GDP as Florida. <laughs> yeah. Right. So they're not with the problem is when we think of Russia, we think of the, we think of former Russia, which was this this, you know, world power. I don't think of them as a world power anymore. It's a uh, hundred and forty four. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's half, more than I thought. Actually, half it's half United of us. States. That's more than I thought. It's half the United States and yeah. they're a hundred times bigger in size as far as the land. Is yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's they, mostly wasteland. But right. It is. But yeah. that but that land belonged to America a long time ago. That was the United States land. So we're just going to go back and we're going to we're going to go back and take what was ours. I did see one cool thing and this and, could have something to do with it. I don't know. But apparently Ukraine, um, like their soils apparently can uh, refine uranium like really well. And so when the USSR split and Russia didn't have that ability anymore because Ukraine was now sovereign, right? They were their own country. So they didn't have, so it's possible. They're like, hey, we can't create any more uranium without the Ukraine because most of our land is wasteland and sub-zero. And that doesn't make sense because Ukraine used to be a part of Russia. So they should have other lands that oh. are similar to that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. California's talked about breaking off too. So they should. I was. I, I talked about I'm this a, a little while ago. If oh. if if our policies out here get any worse, I'm I gonna. Think, I don't think need Texas, to drill holes every Texas like two or feet. Or any, or any <laughs> of the, like if California broke off, New York broke <laughs> off, Texas would be like, thank God. Yeah, I, Maybe no. Yeah, I don't know. If you're a Texan out there, shoot us a message we'd be curious to know what you think if california and new york broke off from the united states of america and became their own would country, they though we'd have to immediately establish like so many like different trade deals with them because the, I mean, california, coastal california is like the number one uh exporter of like it has the most cow of ever like dairy of like any other state really yeah it's by just such a huge margin it's Incredible. Not even that. That's the entire West Coast, right? Well, with the exception of say Washington and, or- and Oregon. Well, but and yeah. did you know? Believe it or not, uh, the world's top wines—not that any of us drink wine—but a lot of people do come out of the Napa Sonoma region. Yeah, like a majority of it. Yeah, loads. I used to think it was Italy, and it's not. Italy's up there, but no, Napa and Sonoma dominate that industry worldwide. Yeah, I don't know. So, Okay, so how do you? So we don't have any idea. What are your thoughts? What do you think Putin's gonna do? How do you think this resolves? I don't know. I just hope none of this stuff is real. Unfortunately, the Great Reset with the model thing, there's just too much out there to suggest it's not. And again, Biden spoke about it. Uh, as far as Biden or Putin's concerned, I don't know. He lost seven thousand troops to a small country that didn't really have a military, and he's losing to civilians. That doesn't look good, bro. Putin, if you hear us. You may want to rethink your uh, military strategy, but, but what's he going to do? Okay, let, honestly, we're hypothetical. We're, we're at the end of the podcast. I mean, we're running out think, of time, but I don't know. I would hope that he's not going to launch nuclear warfare. Well, I don't okay. think he's bioweapon, but he can't pull out at this point. I mean, he can, but he won't. So and he's losing because seven thousand people, but and you only have a hundred thousand people in your entire country. If he pulls out, can you look up and see how many's in his military? Sorry, just in the, the military, total military soldiers. Well, didn't I was telling you that I was reading articles that he's he's going to other proxy states and asking for soldiers. Right. So, but like is 7,000 half his military? No, but that's a huge loss. That's a huge that's a Active huge personnel loss. is 1 million. 1 million 14,000. Yeah. 
Oh, so they're foot big, soldiers like, are probably the most majority of that. They're probably twenty year old, oh, like eighteen young guys. That yeah, are, it's uh, it's I mean, one million active, thing. and then two million reserve personnel. Oh, he's pulling all that. Yeah, if he lost seven thousand, he's got that much. Why is he going to other countries to draw? I don't because I don't know. I mean, that's three million soldiers. Again, we're looking on the internet for those numbers. We may not know those numbers. That's true. It's not public knowledge. But regardless, 7,000 troops to a country that literally did not have much of an army. And like, we haven't sent, I couldn't find any. We, we did. We've sent weapons. Oh, we sent, but we did not send troops, though. We have not sent troops. The troops are not, not on sent, the ground for We have US. not sent planes. I did see this. We sent drones. And somebody went, well, wait, isn't that a. Uh, isn't that an offensive weapon? No, no, no. It's defensive. We've only done defensive. This is what I'm saying. So we're why talking this like tight line. Why isn't NATO, which we are part of, and you know Europe, England, going? Hey, we need to protect our NATO ally because Ukraine is part of the of NATO. It's not NATO. Ukraine is not a part of NATO. Uh, it's, it's, they're, and that, and they're, they're getting ready to join. They, they are. Wanna, they're trying to. They, that's oh, that's, that's why we're not in the war right now. If they were part of NATO, we'd be in the war. We'd have to be right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, um, they're not a part of NATO, and they're trying to. They're, they got an emergency ex, uh, acceptance to the EU. But, but we're not, I mean, sending, yeah, I mean, our weapons are legit. Our weapons are probably the greatest thing on the face of the planet. Yeah. We're, we're, honestly, I think we just saw, just saw a billion dollars. We've invested a billion dollars in the, the effort. I think oh. majority of that is humanitarian, food, water, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then we're sending weapons and drones and that kind of stuff to help them fight. But no soldiers, but no. no. And we don't send MiGs. Poland was going to send them like jets to help them protect their skies. Yeah. And they were going to send their jets, and Poland wanted us to pay them for those jets to replace their and jets. And we said no. And we said no. So take that as you may. I don't really mm. know. Well, at some point, I mean, you could send two F twenty twos, and those F twenty twos would take out. But those would you Russian see that as long. a preemptive for war? And and that may be it because he's already they, said that if you get involved, like you said, you don't want to no back, fly zone. You don't want to back even the smartest dog into a corner because they're going to get wild. They're they're they are allies of ours. But do we want to get directly involved in the conflict? And if we get directly involved in the conflict, we're now at war. And if we're at war, you would see a number of our allies go to war and essentially would kick off World War III. Alliances would be made. It would just happen. So that's the question is, is right now is, is there an off ramp for Putin to be able to get off of this? Uh, yeah, after he takes Ukraine. After he takes Ukraine. Yeah. Um, because here's the deal. He's not going to stop there because... He's going to believe that all of those states that were part of the USSR belong to Russia. So if he's right. able to get, if he's able to get all, which is what he thought he was going to do, I'm telling you, he, he thought well, he was going to be able to march through Ukraine, like take he did Kiev, Crimea. take I mean, Kiev, take the whole country, and just in. say it's mine. This is mine. They were like, you can have it, right? And Ukraine was like, well, no. and if you go back November, no. he was already warning that this was going to happen. And Biden's like, well, if we see a a major thing happen, not a minor, if he crosses a line, like we won't do it. Yeah, and I'm like, you you. You, you don't set a red line in the sand or a line in the sand and then go, you know what? Let's back it up a little bit. We're just going to back it up a little bit. You go, if you step over the line, I'm going to smack you. And then if he, smack, if he goes across the line, you got to smack him. So the, the question is, is they have to believe that we're going to do what we say. And if we don't really say a, a good example of this is being a parent, right? I'm, I'm a parent. Right. If I tell my kid, don't do that or bad things are going to happen to you. Do you think my kid's going to do it? Or if I say, don't do that, or you're going to have this specific consequence, you're going to get a spanking, you're going to get grounded, you're going to get this. I'm telling you, being very specific in what the outcome would be is a lot more effective than being vague. And I think if the United States had come out and said, 
if you do this, I will slam everything I have at you and I will erase you from the earth. Do you think that he would have? I don't think he would have. Yeah, I don't know. But if you cross that uh, line, oh, oh, oh boy, watch my temper. You just watch. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at you strangely. They're not going to care. So. Also in June 2021, I just looked this up real quick. The Brussels summit of NATO leaders reiterated the decision taken at the 2008 Eucharist summit that the Ukraine would become a member of the alliance with the membership action. plan. So even though it's not into a, maybe it's not into effect yet. Cause that was just last year. Since 2008, you guys said they're going to be a part of NATO. <laughs> I don't know. Like you're not like, you're just sending him food. Putin and stuff? gave his, he gave his, uh, He's willing to stop the war. He gave his, uh, his proposal last week. What, what did he say? He said he wanted them to change their constitution to say that they've always been a part of Russia. <laughs> and he wanted them to change their constitution to where like, they would not be allowed <laughs> to join any other unions. This guy's crazy. Uh, and they had to give him like Kiev or something like that. Like it was, it was a huge concession. It's yeah. not going to happen. No, just like right? there's the no three way. things he requested aren't going to um, happen. But that, no, that's, you know. He doesn't want to see it strengthened, and he definitely doesn't want NATO against his borders. He has no border right now with NATO. I mean, he helped create that other alliance that NATO joined, and it's part of the North Atlantic. Um, I heard that one was... It's NACC. I just forget what it stands for, but they all joined it together, and it was like in 1994, I believe, and that's kind of when it was like peace and, you know like after the red curtain fall and all this. And so even though Russia is not part of NATO, NATO is a part of this NACC. And so is Russia in accordance with peace. So I don't know. There's a whole lot of, again, Putin may just be tripping. So this is the NATO territory. What's in orange. So we don't border for, NATO, for the EU. No, NATO. NATO. This is the NATO territory. This is the so right, but the U.S. is in NATO. Yeah, but but I, the, okay, NATO is 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 in Europe. We may be okay. a part of it, but we, I see what you're we're, saying. We're, we're supporters of NATO. Understood, right? We're right. a part of NATO as a supporter. But this is um, actually you're correct. All the black here is also, or the blue is also people that have joined after or before 1997. So since 1997, all of these people have joined. Yeah, so pretty so much he's all afraid. Europe. He's afraid of having border states that are NATO. Is Ireland not part of NATO? Uh, is that Ireland or is that Scotland? No, Scotland's on the left. Okay, yeah, I guess not. Oh, mm. they're doing their own thing, dude. They don't want to so worry Putin about. Can be like, hey, I'm gonna go take out Mick. They won't do it. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Um. Anyways, the point is, is that he? I think he's afraid of having NATO on his borders. Yeah, that's all in NATO. Right. So here's Putin, like. Oh, God. They're just getting bigger and bigger and He's bigger and bigger and bigger. He's not afraid of it, though. I don't think it's if he was fear. A, if it was fear, he wouldn't have gone in. I don't think it's fear in a sense of like, oh, no. I think it's like, oh, no way this bully's going to go work out at the gym for the next six months when I know he's coming after me. I'm going to go get him now. That I mean, you only do that if you can think you can get away with it. He, he was military. I think you only do it if you think you can get away with and it. And he worked under Stalin. So. Remember, he's intellectual, right? Yeah. Smart people don't go into a fight. A they don't think they can win. Fine line between intelligence and or genius and insanity too. So, yeah, but still, the guy did not. The guy I thought he was going to go in quick and hot, take the whole thing, and he fig he figured that the West would do nothing about it. I think he thought they were going to bow down. Like 
Cromeria. Well, I, I, maybe bow down. I mean, I thought he he thought he was going to be able to overthrow him. He threw a lot at them. He wasn't going in with like a few troops. He went with everything he had, right, and brought more in. Yeah. So and lost seven. He thought troops. he was just going to overrun everything. That has got to be a slap in the face. Here's the thing. Like, Initially, we're get these guys, and they're like, Brr. his plan, and he had back, talked about was to take over and then put in proxy Russian leaders in these cities. The flags and all that were going up. You don't bomb civilian cities because there are it, I, a thousand articles. Just r- look up civilian bombings. Yeah, I'll look it up. There are towns that are not military based. Not right. all civilians are fighting. I know there's like four million right now that are going into Poland. But right? you don't think that that had nothing to do with Ukraine? Literally within hours of them attacking, saying we are arming our civilians. No, because he didn't do it until two or three weeks in, the, and he started attacking civilian centers. Because I saw a thing where Ukraine families were going out, and Ukraine was like, "No, you're a man. Come back." You're a boy. Yeah, no, they, back I agree. And get the girls out. No, I'm not. But saying, not everybody's but... been able to get out. Right. Like Iraq. Yeah, you're <laughs> pissing me off. It's not the same. It's not at all the same. That's different. Listen, if we don't challenge you, you know, we don't get the pure intellect. Yeah, but your, your intellect your comes logic, out when you're challenged. Your logic is making you look I'm less just, intelligent. No, I'm just taking the devil's advocate stance. I yeah. really think Putin is a psychotic. I probably shouldn't say too much. He may come kill me. <laughs> you know, I'm sure he's got infiltrators and then they're like knocking at the door. Mr. Blit, uh, uh, you're dead. I don't know. Um, no, the KGB waits what, for no one. It, yeah. I'm going to say that the second time now. They, they wouldn't really even knock. They wouldn't knock. Right. Because they wait, they would, uh, they wait for no one. Yeah. One of these days you're going to watch that show. I know. We talk about it so much. I got to just sit down and binge it. But anyway, I don't know what Putin's plans are. I didn't know he lost 7,000 troops. That's really crippling to well, a man that best believes guess. he's like the best of the best. I, I didn't believe it because Ukraine actually said that the 6,000 troops had been killed. I didn't believe it, but then our, our intelligence backed it up. How, much have they, how many have they lost? Do we know Ukraine? that? Ukraine? I, I don't. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's there. Quick before we finish. Uh, let's see. It's like 1,000. Like, bro. Uh, I mean, you know his mind is? It's probably like Ukraine is weak. We're going to rush in there, and these dudes are fighting back with. Well, the problem is, are you, are you going to really even find zeal. a real number? Are you going to find like a, a true number? Well, no. no. Yeah. So that's, that's the hard part. That's yeah. why I'm saying we're looking at our intelligence based on, and what they do is they look at a tank and they go, if a tank's been destroyed, I know this many members needed to, to operate a tank, this many. So they well, no, I'm just talking about propaganda, not like well, how we get to those numbers. I know. What I'm saying is, is that I, I'm trying to look at our intelligence. A lot of the numbers that were coming out originally were coming out of the country. So what I see is about 1,500 members have been lost. Now, that from, number has- From Ukraine? Yes. That number, but again, defensive mechanism is a lot more defensible than offensive. No, I agree. Right. So if you're in a fort, but again, or a base, or you're Putin, and you think you are this world power, and you're marching against this tiny little country, and the civilians are whooping your tail, bro. Three hundred. Three hundred what? Just three hundred. Like think about it. Like the three hundred soldiers, the Spartans, right? Were able to hold off. Those dudes were Spartans, though. I un- agreed. These agreed. Were little farmers I'm just saying the like the mechanics. Sheer, these we were can, like the best super of the soldiers. Best. Like, yeah, m- like they mocked. Okay. all the rest of the Greeks. But they were like, "We are." That's uh, agreed. Agreed. I just think that's diff- all they did was train. But if you're fighting for the cause, is different too, right? Where if if I was yeah. to say like, we're, none of us are trained soldiers, but if somebody showed up and they were going to take over Vacaville, don't you think that we would? Be fighting with everything in us. Have you listened? Li- excuse me. Listened to that Ukrainian president speak? Yeah. Like that dude is charismatic, and I'm sure his people got fired up when he got on and was like, "Check this out. We're gonna give you guys guns. The U.S. is giving us weapons, and we're gonna whoop them up. They don't stand a chance." Yeah. Fifteen hundred versus seven thousand. If those numbers are true, 
Yeah, the 7,000 number comes from American intelligence. I don't <laughs> see anything from American intelligence on Ukraine. And I don't know. I mean, we're technically allies with them, so we wouldn't want to like bring them down, right? right. Yeah, we I don't wouldn't. really know. Uh, and I agree with Cody. We really don't know. We may under. If it is 7,000, it's, it's a huge loss Again, in comparison to us and our wars. Both of those numbers are accurate. And you're Putin. I don't know what's going through his head right now. That's actually scary because he probably thought this was in the bag. I'm going against this weak country. I'm Russia. They're Ukraine. And if those numbers are accurate and he's lost, what is that? Four and a half, almost four and a half times the amount of soldiers that this tiny little country has lost civilians that are in their soldiers. If that is accurate, I mean, this dude does have nukes. Eventually, does he just not give a first? That's what I'm saying. Does he just tactically nuke a city and that's where it gets scary. Take over. That's where it gets scary because he's like, so that I'm was my question. We got to resolve this. And we got to get. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. But that's my question: is if he does, what happens? Does mm. NATO respond? Does the United States respond? I mean, if he launches nuclear, if he does a nuclear tactical weapon, I think we would. But if he yeah. does, let's say he does chemical weapons. Let's just say it's biological. He hits them with a, a, a sarin gas or whatever it was that you were talking about in in, yeah. in Kiev and takes the president out and then comes in and takes over the country. Do well, we, if what he's do we got, do? If he's got ballistic missiles that can reach us, that means he can reach all of Europe too. Reality. And if these ballistic missiles are armed with biological weapons, he's going to take out a whole lot of countries before we can even launch on him. So is that a no? You don't do anything? No, we will launch on him and we will take him out because we don't want him to launch more. But at the end of the day, he's going to get some off. But do we do that when he's doing this to Ukraine? Mm. Right That's now, tough. we've been very passive, very defensive, very like, oh, hey, they're allies of ours. We're just going to go ahead and I'd send them. I'd be talking about it for sure if, because a, a tyrannical man a, like that who has lost that many troops is in a place where he's going to get some kind of revenge. He's going to get he's going to win in his mind somehow because it's all about his perception at this point. Or he's going to go down trying. Exactly. You know, what were you going to say? If, I'm just going to say, like, if they don't, if I mean, if they use biochemical weapons to, to take Ukraine, I think something will. But if they just take Ukraine, and that's it. That's my and question. So yeah. I think, uh, does the United States, should we? we I don't know what the, what the president's going to do, but yeah. should we respond if they were to fire biological weapons on Ukraine? Not, I'm not attacking NATO, not attacking us. I don't, I, I think if they were to use biological weapons or, because they're already attacking civilians and crazy, we're not doing anything. And as tyrannical as he is, he's still smart enough to know if he launches biological weapons on a small country, we're going to blow him off the map. So he's not going to launch it on just one country. That's what I'm trying to say. He's going to launch every single ballistic missile he has. The problem if, is the messaging has not been clear on that. And up until this point, because we're not clear on our messaging, he has pushed that line. What's to stop him from start using that and doing that and saying, I mean, there's, there, it seems to like I, there's no consequence right now. I think a man like that doesn't have an inkling like, hey, if I use biological weapons, which are highly uh, illegal, they're, they're going to blow me up. So he, well, he may think he, that, but it's not being said, up, so he can just argue it away. He's going to launch on England and all of Europe, including Ukraine. He may even try to fire on some of a, some on us. So you Canada. don't think he's going to? Uh, I don't think he's going to press the button, no, because he knows he's done. But if he's at a point in his mind where he's done, and it's a wrap, and I've made, been made a fool of across the world. He may, but he's going to launch on a whole lot of countries, not just the Ukraine. Again, one biological weapon on Ukraine. We will launch every Trident submarine nuclear weapon we have on him and wipe out Russia before any more of those can get off. But that's why I'm saying if he's going to press the button, 
he's going to launch however many he has, probably pretty simultaneous. And I don't think he has it like the U.S., where the U.S., like, four different people have to code in. I'm sure he I probably just has a button in his desk. Like, I, I like, don't know. Is there an off-ramp hmm. for him? Think about it. Russian, we know. Okay, I, I, we're, we're spinning wheels right here. But at the end of the day. If he loses this battle, it's going to be bad. There's, there's going to be a coup, or the Russian oligarchs are going to kick him out. There's something. He will, he will lose himself, right? He'll lose his life or something. But I think that he... He needs to, he's going to do something. This is just a belief. I don't know for certain, but I think it's a belief that what's going to happen is he will do mm. something like that. Yeah. And if he's able to get away with it, it, it's a win for him. It's scary stuff. Yeah. We don't know what he's thinking. Nobody can know. Um, you know, Ukraine's fighting a good fight though. 1,500 to 7,000. If those numbers are accurate, that's a pretty big difference. That's so. what it said for day 20. So I think we were, in, we're like day 23 or 24. So when not quite four weeks, February three and a half weeks. Yeah. Anyways, hey, let us know what you think. This is a pretty big topic across the world right now. So we'd be curious your thoughts on Putin and is he going to press the button? What will happen if he does? Let us know. As always, we love you and we are out. Peace out.